What episode right, is this? Right. This is episode 30, good sir. Man, 3-0. Yes, sir. Be 30 in a couple of years, hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah. Warning. Listening at high volumes will put you in the right vibe. Oh, yeah. That's actually the message that popped up on my phone. <laughs> God damn. I haven't heard this. Yo, like the whole project was just uh, a passion project. Beats, like a lot of these beats I make, they're they're sitting around for like two, three years before I even put them together. But I mesh I, them together in a project. Me, Audible Illusion is the epitome of that for me. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what those are. Just like, oh yeah, this has been sitting here for a couple years. The world here, it sounds new to everybody else, but I've been listening to it for like three years, so. I can relate. And welcome back to the motherfucking Minds Wide Open podcast, episode oh, yeah. 30. 3 0. 3 0, good sir. Yeah. This one is low key surreal right now, so I'm going to be throwing like random Instagram stories and nonsense at you just because I can't believe I have noble blues in the fucking building, folks. Yes, sir. Give yourself a round of applause oh, for yeah. finally coming in here, man. God <laughs> damn. That's right, folks. You heard me correctly. For the few of you listening, uh, Element, I know you're listening. I got Element listening oh, yeah. all the time dope, dope. here. He's one of the loyal, loyal listeners. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he, I see him. He's but, dope too, man. But uh, this has been a long time coming because we feature you to a ridiculous degree on this particular <laughs> podcast. Usually freestyling, often ambiance. Um, thank you for your contributions, good sir. This is yeah, uh, man. You know, I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of the team, bro. I'm, Everywhere I can. I'm know? definitely going to be picking your brain on all sorts of production shit, but I'm going to leave that for the second half of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get through the bullet points first. Yes, sir. Um, news stuff, I guess. Uh, Tim Conway died, so I just wanted to throw that rest in peace out there. Man, rest in peace. Uh, he lived a long, good life. Yeah. He was 85, but wow. originally a comedian in like the Carol Burnett show, super famous, super famous from that. And then wow. our generation knew him as Barnacle Boy. Barnacle Boy, huh? Yeah. So, wow. rest in peace, Barnacle Boy. Rest in peace, Barnacle Boy. <laughs> um, the relapse is a decade old today. You just brought this up a little earlier. Man, it's it's almost surreal because this dude's been around since like 1999, 2000. And <laughs> he, he, his first big push was after the winning or I think losing. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I think he lost the, uh, the last round of the 97 Rap Olympics. Yeah. And I believe yeah. Dre was there. Or something of that nature, and that was where Dre so first I didn't know made that, that connection. Part. I didn't know that part. He, I know I, you know, looked through some of the history. They first met in the studio. He had a yellow jumpsuit on, looking like a banana, <laughs> and that's what his first, uh, I think, uh, label, you know, introduction. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I, I definitely remember that battle putting him in that footing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch that? There's like footage. It's terrible footage, but it's really interesting. <laughs> I've seen some old footage of him back in the day um, rap battling. I'm not, I think it's um, Slam something. Some jam content. So just some specific. Yeah, him. And then, I, you know, just looking back, I'm like, when I was a kid, I used to watch all that shit. Just oh, rap yeah. battles. Like, man. I don't think there was an Eminem up. video I didn't watch as a young. Yeah, him. There's a, one of him freestyling the bathroom with a with a cast on his hand, just chilling. It's like, man, this dude's just been around forever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Relapse being a decade old today, I wanted to point this out just because I believe that to be the most underrated 
Oh yeah, uh, Eminem album. Yeah, you feel that way? Yeah, I mean it's been a while since I've heard the album, but you know when I first heard, I'm like, damn, how come this isn't even promoted more than those other ones? You know what I'm saying? This the concept, you know, it really hits you in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? It's a it, but I it was extremely critiqued at the time. Like it was supposed yeah. to be the worst thing in the world, yeah, and I'm he not... shit on it himself, and that yeah, I, that's a whole kind of other conversation. But that's kind of what bothers me about him. Yeah. Is, his inability to stand by his work. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, but like th- that that had beautiful on it. Yeah, he had good it songs had, on um, it, man. Good hits. I mean, I liked it. What else was on that one? That had the crack a bottle, which was that was the Fifty Cent Dre single. Yes. And yes. then <clears throat> once you get really into it, you realize that the gems are like my mom. What is it? There's some. It's called Mom Drugs or something. It's like my mom did yeah. Valium and he lots a, of drugs. That shit is a classic to me. He has a, a lot of like songs based on his mother. You know what I'm saying? But you got to think like you, oh yeah, definitely. Raised. But like that one was like the coming to Jesus moment one, mm-hmm. where he's like, I'm just gonna put this as blatantly on the table as I can. <laughs> this is what she did. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. You know, but that's why you like him as a magician because growing up he was uh, realistic. He didn't talk about superficial shit that no one was really going through. You, you know, he kept it, he kept it honest. He kept it funny, but you know, it's his real life. Well, in his own you know words, he also kept it hyperbolic. Like, yeah. at the same time, there is a degree of realistic to it. But he he also yeah. very much like says like, "Yo, this is a really like it, the way when I put it into art, I exaggerate yeah. because it's of course, art. of course, of course." But um, yeah. I think a lot of people sometimes take that a little bit the yeah, wrong way too far, man. And like you know, if you don't really know, if you don't really understand it, you're going to see it a different way than what he really means it. So my mom, it's an entertainment aspect to it. You know? of- <laughs> I believe that part. <laughs> I honestly do. And uh, speaking of drugs, shout out to Denver for being the first to. Hey, I heard about mushrooms. that. I heard about that. I'm like, man, Las Vegas, like Denver's just the best state to be in, bro. They got everything going. Well, on. once everybody's smoking weed, then they're like, hmm, you know what? You got to one up. We've everybody. been a little too crazy about this uh, <laughs> war on human consciousness. Is yep. what I call it. They yep. call it a war on drugs, but if you're not free to utilize your own discretion, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily free but gotta think it's America bro like you know we're the home of the free you know but like the brave. We're, we're talking about things that are life changing like yep. shrooms mm-hmm. do you see like what the they're currently doing with that relative to PS or excuse me PTSD and no, like what, oh it's on? basically psilocybin can the functionality of it yeah. is cutting off blood flow to your prefrontal cortex which Mm. is where you do your thinking after childhood and your prefrontal cortex is officially formed around 25 is the estimated age man I didn't even know that (laughs) so what it's doing is stopping you from going down the pathway that your thoughts always go down yeah and says hey this one's blocked you remember those other pathways go go check Mm -hmm. those out yeah and it multiplies the uh, connections in your brain ridiculously like incredibly to the point where you start realizing a million things that were right in front of you you know what I mean and (laughs) that rewiring of the brain has massively proven like I think 70 to 80% scientific um, success rate of 
essentially eliminating um, PTSD in the most dramatic situations for wow. army vets and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, it has... Uh, there's there's a few different areas where they're really experimenting with it, but it, it, it's just truly pr- like it's doing way better than any medicine. Yeah, true. I market. mean, it's like it's like anything. I mean, if you you know you use it you use it the way it's supposed to be used, and you know it it'll help you. But if you go crazy, you know what I'm saying you gotta then, treat I mean, it with respect. Yeah, gotta respect the stuff you're using out there. You know, as long as you do that, you know, hey. And speaking of parts of your brain activating and reactivating or otherwise I thought that this was a kind of an interesting little article okay, they're saying uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, tell you what I got. <laughs> let me look for it it's Pokemon related hey. as many things are in my life <laughs> Same. I could have sworn I had a screenshot for this but basically there's a study that used I believe a CAT scan or whatever is it MRI that uh, detects the uh, energy scan, or of the brain or the activity of the brain excuse me basically they do the test where they're watching the activity of your brain and seeing what part lights up and is yeah. active due to certain things and I'm sure this is probably more childhood related <laughs> than anything but Pokemon trigger a specific part of the brain for what? people that grew up on it. Really? And it's really interesting how like your brain really does this compartmentalizing sometimes yeah. of certain things. But like across the board, like everybody they tested that played Pokemon or was involved with Pokemon at a younger age, like they just see any Pokemon and that lights up like crazy. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I can't find my screenshot on it. So Aww. that's all I got for it. <laughs> that's that's a dope subject though, man. I mean, it's I think there's a new Pokemon game coming out later on this year, if I'm not mistaken. So, what, 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 I don't know. Uh, no, I have no idea. The last thing I remember was like <laughs> I just hear there was you know? a sun and a moon. Sun and a moon. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like a, after an X and a Y. Yeah. I don't I don't know where they're at. These I kids never got, got all the cool games, those. man. I'm used to the the yellow colored uh, games off the Game Boy as a kid yo Game Boy color was shit (laughs) yeah that part of my brain is still active so I'm sure I could rock that yeah but um Creek posted a little IG story today that inspired me in a little way Jamon Creek dope dude man shout out to Jamon Creek family here Jamon dope Um, man he he was basically going on one of his uh, uh, little rants yeah and he was saying how people are overreacting to the recent Alabama, you know, birth control issues. Yeah. Not in the sense of that they're wrong to be reacting, but the doomsayer vibe. Yeah. I think it really comes down to people acting like the world is going down the toilet. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I I would love for people to realize that that is purely perspective. Yep, true. And there has never been a better time to be alive, but you're so inundated mm-hmm. with everything that's happening mm-hmm. that it always seems worse. I mean, you watch the news every day and it seems like they only feed you bad news, but look at the world around you. I mean, there's good people, good things happening. Well, it's let's like, talk you know, about that because yeah. the news is a mathematical responding thing basically Mm. there's people working the numbers and going hey we got more numbers from this thing 
Yeah. And what that boils down to every time is they always get more numbers when negativity is involved. Isn't that something? Because people like to be scared mm. and that's like that knowledge is safety in their head yeah, somehow. True. But they're not realizing that if they just stopped watching it, because I mean, yeah. the way they portray that shit, you would think there would be a, a bombing in every city on every weekend, it's, every day, ever. Like, well, I'm at work, bro. I hear it, and like, man, like, is there ever any good news on the news? But you know, they have maybe one or two stories that you know, okay, cool, it's good. To yeah, they hear throw that. that in and call it human interest. Yeah, oh, someone's like, pet okay. um, survived. You know what I mean? Like, it, you will find what you seek. Yep. And if you're watching the news, you should probably realize that you might be seeking some negativity. Yep, I I would agree. I would agree on that. It's like, you know, it's just if you're looking for trouble, it's going to find you. So same thing. It, you know? Exactly, man. You're, you're absolutely manifesting whatever yep. viewpoint you have. But change the way you think and things around you change. You know? Yeah, go get some psilocybin. Rethink yep. that shit. <laughs> um, all right, so... I have a can of worms I want to open. Yes, sir. And I would love to get your opinion on this, but I've definitely gotten into arguments on the matter. Okay, let me know. (laughs) Separating art from the artist. Where do you stand on that? Art from the artist? Uh, What aspect do you mean? Um, Say, artist does great, great work, does really bad things in their real life. Mm. Do you stop listening to that art? R. Kelly, for example, right now. That's uh, that is a tough subject. But I, you know, if I if I really um, if I love someone for what they do, I'm not going to stop listening to them. You know, what I'm saying it's it's almost like you look at um, look at take it put it in this perspective. Like you see a mu- you're watching a movie and you hear that Robert Downey Jr. is this um, you know murdered a hundred people it's like are you gonna stop watching iron man i mean you enjoyed what you heard you enjoyed what you watched you know what i'm saying you're not gonna stop you know i agree wholeheartedly yeah i i would think <laughs> that most people don't agree based off what i've discussed yeah. thus far with other people a lot of people don't agree with that i was kind of hoping you wouldn't because now i can't argue with anybody about it <laughs> i mean i'm pretty good <laughs> but i i, I could okay. re- like you can play devil's advocate let's just say in perspective that um Hey, that's the same perspective that I don't agree with uh, watching. Well, what do you think that standpoint would look like? I don't know, but <laughs> if I, I weren't, I, I can understand someone not wanting to, but it's like, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's more of a, you, you know, you're worried about what other people think rather than yes, what you really it's, think. It's, it's you virtue know? signaling. It's like, oh, I don't think people are going to you know, appreciate the fact that I'm watching this movie because they know the things he's done. It's like, yeah, well, you know, no one's... You, you want to watch it, but you feel you know, like the whole world's going to watch you and hate you for doing so. It's like, fuck that. If you like it, watch it. Yo, I still want to <laughs> listen to Ignition Remix. Yeah, man. I, you that, know, it's that was like, my shit. <laughs> but you think about it, throughout the whole 2000s, this dude was all over airplay, and it's like, you're really going to, there's no way of stopping, keeping that. You've already listened to it. I mean, he may have became this person, yeah. but it doesn't really stop you from already knowing what he's done. And know? I think I would <laughs> love to throw in the argument that the people that are currently your favorites or other people that you're with, you don't up. know yeah. what they're really doing in their real yeah. life. Like, you have no idea... They can be, you know, selling kids. Bill or, Cosby's been in the industry known as a major yeah. predator for decades. Like <laughs> Hannibal Burr has brought it about on stage because it's a casual topic of conversation mm. for the industry. It's not like he was like, 
whistleblowing. It was a part of his act. Yeah. He was Isn't that crazy. <laughs> and it, the part of his act is basically referencing the fact that you already know it. So like he didn't present it as new information. He, he's like, you know how that's a thing. Well, this is a funny joke about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, that's a that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it's not really though. It's separating the art from the person. Like, well, yeah, I get, I get, yeah, you're right. It, but there is definitely a line where it would be weird as fucking hard to watch the Cosby Show right now, knowing what he's done. I mean, specifically you, because of what he's done to maybe other people that you're watching in that. I show. mean, I'd still watch the Cosby Show, but it's like, they, they, is it still have syndication? No. You'd have to catch them probably, maybe not even on YouTube. You need those DVDs, need man. DVDs or something, because they ain't going to promote them anymore. But it's like, again, you think about it, just to go back into that topic, it's like, it, the industry's already known about this, and they're aware of it. They only changed their mind about them only when they decided to let other people know about it. It's like, you know what, hey, we're going to toss exactly. you to the wolves. And that's the funny thing is like, <laughs> we don't need the, you anymore. the companies that know about these yeah. things for like, years and years yeah. knew about those things for years and years. And, and so your response right now is, it, it's not like they're actually like, oh, we don't believe in this, so we have to push him away. It's like, oh, he is now a bad apple in our basket and we have to get him away from us. True. It's not about what he did or didn't do. It's about it's making them. them look bad. Exactly. <laughs> so, but man, I, yeah. I, I brought this up because I was a little bit triggered by this, uh, I think it was a Vice article oh, that was basically Vice. this, this <laughs> chick. And like, let's stop calling them articles or news pieces or whatever they call them over there they're op-ed pieces they're opinions and pretty much i don't know why it's not presented as such but basically this uh woman was writing about how salvador dali was a piece of shit who is salvador dali that's my question he is a surrealist um painter who was kind of rivals with picasso you know Um, more talented in my opinion the name you would you would bell. you would I'm recognize sure his, his art. I'm like sure I've seen his picture art. melting clocks. Okay. Is it the melting face thing one of his or am I thinking of no, someone else? No, that scream is someone else, I okay. think. But I'm, I'll clocks. show you something here. Yeah. But um basically they were saying how he was a womanizer and all this crazy shit. And number one, he's been long dead, so there's that. Yeah. But on top of that, so or should we stop looking at some of the greatest artwork ever now? Like, what? Wh- who's winning I what? Mean, Your virtue signaling. You're, it's like they're using it like a, a a mystery. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a scavenger hunt. Like, <laughs> oh, if I can find somebody that people don't realize was more fucked up, I get more yeah, exactly. reward from that. That's this, virtue signal. Like you're making it about you, not about yeah, exactly. your ideologies exactly. or whatever you're pretending. And about you know, exactly. That's exactly what it's like, you know. So it's 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 always an interesting conversation when you, especially me, when I hear about it. Who's that dude? Ah, uh, okay. Okay, see. that's a lot of pictures of him, not his work. Him and Picasso going back and forth, pretty much. Right? He, he uh, definitely hated Picasso. Uh, he worshipped him early on because hmm. hey, Picasso how, was earlier. That's how it starts, huh? And uh, yeah, that, that's always someone from one idols become your rivals. Yeah, okay. I, I think um, Stevie Wonder had something similar for one of his albums back in the seventies. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I just thought that was really funny because doing it with Salvador Dali is a very specific, like yeah, person, artist. Well, yeah, but it, he's like a, a painter. 
So his work is tied to one thing specifically, which is visuals and not other people, no collaborate. Like it doesn't yeah. have the issues that say a Cosby show has. Yeah, exactly. So like, what are you hoping to achieve by presenting this information besides a couple brownie points? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you even have to put into this perspective, even the artists you're hating on and choose not to listen to, they have families too and their families are, you know, reaping the rewards. Their kids are reaping the rewards of this stuff. So it's like, you know, you stop buying into what they're doing, their kids don't eat, you know? What I'm saying so. ultimately is I don't fuck with cancel culture. No, nah, I don't. Like, number don't. one... Hate to say it, but I honestly don't. <laughs> you know, I'm going to listen to and, you know, do what I want regardless of Absolutely. What, you know? But number one, you're going to end up with nothing left. Yeah. Like, people want to brush certain ones under the rug because of preferences. <laughs> like, uh, let's talk about Led Zeppelin. Uh, you know how that's still one of the most, like, used copyrighted forms of music, yeah. that band? Like, their hits are played in every fucking car commercial ever still. Yep, Things still. like that. A lot of money being made off of that dude who traveled around the world with his 14-year-old girlfriend like a year after they got together. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just, it's not, it's, it's never, it's what you know. Jim Morrison, for the record. It's what you know. <laughs> if, and if you know the information, then obviously they're going to try to pin it as, uh, it's a problem. But if, it, if you don't know about it, they're, okay, no yeah, one knows you about it. you don't know All your right, favorite cool. artist's darkest secret, man. Like, yeah, everyone's got skeletons in their closet, bro. So it's like... Better, I mean, do you, would you be comfortable knowing and thinking that these people are still good people when really half of them, no one's perfect, but it's like a lot of Nobody. people, you know, you just gotta not throw it under the rug, but it's like, do you still like their art? Like, what is the body of work they're bringing to well, the Well, not only that, you know what I'm saying? So. I think that there's also this thing about, and obviously there's different variations in yeah. how egregious your offense was or whatever, yeah, yeah. but like to act like you made a mistake and then you're canceled and then that's the end of the story is a huge issue just because yeah, true. people need to be able to fucking grow. I mean, like you if, think you, of- if, if you're done, like Louis CK, for example, <laughs> he outgrew his fuckery a little while before it came out. Exactly. I mean, that's how it always happens, you know? It's not not always. Time. I think R. Kelly was still up to his, but or well, you know what I mean? things like that. But I'm not gonna get too <laughs> into that theorizing. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you need to be able to correct your own mistake. Like, I agree. It's it's cool to tell people they're doing something fucked up. Yeah, of course. But to say because you did something fucked up, you can never do anything again, is the same as saying I don't have empathy. For you and your, it's 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 kind of I, I, I can't articulate it, man. It's, You're disallowing growth. I mean, but then at the end of the day, it's like think about it every time you may have stolen someone's candy as a kid. Think of you, you know, maybe you bully that one kid or you know beat someone up. That means you're canceled for the rest of your life. I mean, you see a lot of young men getting thrown in jail. Does that mean they don't come out? Some of them come out. Some lawyers. Some of them come out doctors. I mean, it's like you cancel someone for a mistake they made. It's like. You know, there's eventually you'll be left with nobody because man. everyone's got something. Yeah, look at Malcolm X, man. He came out of you know his troubled lifestyle, came out and was you know there, you know helping people, doing all types of stuff in his own way. But hey, they say Martin Luther King was a known woman. Uh, that doesn't shit. fucking I mean, make any I heard less of the things he's yeah, done. Yeah, you're gonna cancel Martin Luther King or Martin Luther King Day? Shit, like, I don't know. Much, I, not me, man. Not me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of a interesting can of worms for me just because I really don't like 
Michael Jackson, for example. Yeah. I don't want to say he necessarily did anything. I believe that he was really fucking weird because <laughs> of what his dad did to him as a kid, yeah. which was essentially chemically castrate him to yeah. keep him his voice childlike, yeah. which kind of kept him emotionally childlike. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was who he was. And maybe he didn't do anything particularly egregious. Maybe he did. I have no fucking idea. But either way, I'm listening to Billie Jean. Yeah, shit. That's I it. I got the whole album. I got the whole, whole, almost all his albums. You know what I'm saying? My issue is, is like, especially in that situation, you think like people talk shit about Michael Jackson. What about his father? It's kind of like. Oh, he was the main piece of shit for sure. But yeah. then empathy is the thing that teaches you. If you understand empathy deep enough, you then go, oh, fuck, Joe Jackson probably also had a very terrible childhood with terrible parents. It's like a cycle, man. Exactly. So, like, empathy is the understanding that Adolf could have been an all right dude if he had a totally different <laughs> yeah. hand at the beginning True. of his life. You know what I mean? I mean, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you got to put everything in perspective. Not to say that what they did was a good thing, but it's like if you give people a chance to grow from certain things, it you know it may turn out for the best for everybody, especially when it comes to art. You may come out with a, a world life-changing album that you know, you're listening to. Might have been total pieces of shit years ago, but hey, dope-ass album. <laughs> that leaves a all right tangent or transition <laughs> for me on the table to start bringing up some production stuff. Because oh, good, good. Excuse me. I want to ask you about your sampling habits oh, yeah. for starters. Like, how do you dig? Where do you look? What, what, like, I, I've definitely heard samples from you that I've never heard before, <laughs> and that I've hear, heard somewhere I was like, "Oh, you did that one." Uh, let's yeah. see what you did with it. Yeah, I mean, man, where did I begin? Oh, it's, it's just what was been that a long... song you produced for Space? I feel like that was one of the first ones where I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I know that one." Um, Sorry, Space. Not that you're listening, but. Th- th- what was that damn song? I'm not gonna have. It I do like so that. much. I produce so much. It's kind of hard to remember. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, you know. But yeah, so your process for sampling, like, what does that usually entail? Well, it's um, it start it started off when I was younger. Let's just you know reel back a little bit. You know, my dad used to produce, well, DJ a little bit. My grandfather mm-hmm. back in the '90s, early 2000s. You know, just you know, nothing, nothing, you know, expansive or anything. Just something small time Jamaican uh, clubs and whatnot. And so they used to get a lot of promotional CDs. And so with those CDs, my dad just held on to, you know, he was really into music, you know, reggae, old school hip hop music. And so growing up, you know, for whatever reason, I just had an ear for music. And so I'd hear production. I loved the rapping, but the production behind it is like, you know, something I held on to. So by the time I was able to produce myself, it's like, oh, I remember that from way back when. What is that song? And so I might pick up my, my phone and just say, hey, Siri, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I might hear something on TV or I might hear something um, on YouTube that I'm listening to or an album I might have bought. And I'll maybe I'll reel, I'll reel back and then hear where they sampled the songs from. Use those same artists that they sampled and try to pick a different song. They may have no one's even sampled before and within that same realm of, OK, they sample that person. What song isn't highly sampled yet? So I'll go back, sample that song. And it's like, oh, shit, flip that might reverse it, might, you know, glitch it out a little bit, might use the little uh, gross beat on um, FL Studios to just make mix it around. It's just it's a it's a process, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely I yeah. was curious if like there was any inspiration behind the challenge of doing a sample that someone's done before just like what what's yeah. my interpretation of the yeah um yeah that too i mean it's all you know it's competitive at the same time 
I like the competitive aspect of making production. I just ask because me as a sampler, I'm usually trying to find something that just hasn't been touched. That too. Both. Both that. You know, know, I guess that's also an interesting topic because some people feel it's a horrible thing, a bad thing to sample. I'm like, yeah, you know, for the... For the aspect of trying to get the samples cleared, I can understand, but it's like it's still fun to. That, that idea is dying out a little bit, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it, the earliest forms of hip hop were purely samples. Sample drums. Like, that's you know what I'm saying? saying? A it lot was of that. All just like James Brown samples. You know, and like, it's like for me at least, I just. I, I enjoy it. You know, I like I like doing it. I hear something from a favorite fo- song I might have liked years ago as a kid, and I'm like, yo. Maybe I can sample that a tribe called Quest. You know, if you hear a lot of samples, I'll I sample a lot of them, a lot of their earlier work, um, the roots. I like sampling their stuff a lot. You know, like man, like I can. Yeah, that'd be some tough shit to clear, but definitely <laughs> I, I fuck with all of the above. Yeah, man. So, wh- I'm I'm torn between questions here. What do you think is the weirdest or most obscure sample you've ever? used thus far there's this one trance sample I used um, through this group sub um, what is their name I can't help you here no I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to I'll remember this group's name um, some type of trance some type of trance group and it's um, I think one of my earlier beat tapes I, I used a sample uh, if I could just find it for you find it for myself really but um Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, yeah, go. I mean, you have to imagine, like, um, before I even try to put my music out there, I've been producing for a while now. So it's a lot of this is help due to Corey from rapping in his studio, just his process of doing things. And so it all, what is this? Okay, so I had this song maybe um, back in 2016 called Try Again. Uh, this group, what is their name? And that was the trans sample though? Yeah, just the sample they, they heard, it was like a trance, almost a trance sample. Maybe it was like R&B-ish, but it's just the more obscure electronic beats that I really I fuck with a lot. That and like the stuff from Japan, of course. So, <laughs> of course, you know, all that shit, man. It's like there's a one producer in particular I really, really fuck with, heavy, to help me push my production to the next level. And that his name was is Pit the Kid. I don't know if you really Pit know. Pit the Kid. Yeah, I don't know if you heard of him or anything like not that. But top. this this dude is, I'm not, I'm not. I think he's had a couple industry um, cleared productions before, but he's a pretty dope producer. <clears throat> and so a lot of his sample packs. I get them and I'd use them, but I, you know, I, of course, I do my my history and my work to really go through and uh, you know pick apart stuff I want, do my history research, and then possibly use them. And a lot of that was from uh, some of the earlier work was from that, and the newer work tends to be from just like songs you may have heard over the radio or just going back to musicians I really fuck with back in the day. So just like whatever's around you. Is yeah, man. Doing. A lot of stuff from like the 70s, 80s, um, a lot of that funk, that disco music, you know, shit that Dr. Dre used back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Like those those same musicians they'd use, I'd find a different production like I was saying and just, oh, they haven't used that? I'm use that shit and, you know, rock with it, man. You know, it's I, all about being creative nowadays, you know? You gotta be yourself. Definitely, definitely. I feel like I asked that question because 
I guess some of the more obscure, you could call it samples <laughs> I've taken like would have been from like uh, video games, for example. That too. Castlevania, I did a production, I beat for um, my homeboy Cable with the Castlevania, <laughs> one of the themes from like early, like the Super Nintendo. That's dope. Yeah, it's like. I would like to hear that one. It's called Batman. It's, um, it's off his album, actually. So it's, it's pretty dope. I'll. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go over with you later, but if you wanted to play something, I could give you an ask. Because I'm about to play a little something myself yeah. for beats here. This is probably as as far as recently. This might be my favorite beat. It was so difficult to work with this production. You know. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Uh, just the process because I was still learning how to mix at the time and so I'm, I've gotten better with my mixing up the drums making sure the sounds aren't overpowering making sure the kicks are leveled that the bass lines are leveled out and it's just yeah there's definitely a lot of a uh, lot going on in that sample as far as the fr- oh, sonically yeah. oh yeah for see when I am sampling I'm usually cutting at least like half the frequency oh, out yeah. of oh, yeah. the sample at minimum yeah I mean it's it's def- it was definitely a process so that's why it took me this is actually I think from 2016 when like my third project came out but it's like I waited 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 alright I think it's ready now bam some reverse it- love on there yeah man <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I, I think reverse is underused I love every time I hear something reverse. I'm like, hey! If you listen to a lot of my question, the beatmaker productions, almost every song is pre- reversed. Why? It's just that I have different. I go under different. That raises a, a, another great question <laughs> for me, actually. So, Noble Blues is a rapper. Yes, and a producer sometimes. <laughs> uh, see, I can really relate to that. For me, that's Cool Hand Luke. Exactly, the dopest motherfucker I know. <laughs> but Deifica Juice is just a rapper. Yeah. Cool Hand Luke is a producer. Yeah. What? I, I don't want to call him a rapper, but I don't know what to call him. Sure, so what, what, who, question the beat maker is obviously a beat maker. Yeah. That's helpful. <laughs> that one's in the title. Well, the... Noble Blues is both? Both. I guess the names... And who is Bumbamon? <laughs> just heavy bass, man. It's like, that was probably the first alias I came out with other than Noble Blues. Why did I come up with aliases? I thought it would be more... Because I was getting bored of just producing the way I was. I'm like... I need to do something fun for me, not for anybody else. It's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do something because you want to do it. You know I, what I'm saying? I told, you know what it is? Is I think that happens to some artists. Artists yeah. when like they feel like their name has become too associated with a specific <laughs> sound, so now yeah. they feel like they're in that box. That was definitely me for Deifica Juice. Oh man. You I was know, like, oh, I need a rise. Need something different. You know, I, I try to put it in perspective. Like, I used to listen to a lot of MF Doom and Mad Lib growing up. So, if that doesn't give you a hint why the aliases come from somewhere, then, you know what I'm saying? Look at Mad Lib. Oh, he's yeah. so underappreciated in this rap game, bro. Like, especially. Oh, man. You think of, like, you know, you think of the Ninth Wonders. Well, Mad Lib should be right there. Early 90s. I, he is for me. Quasimodo. Like, as Same soon dude. as you said that, I was hearing Freddie Gibbs over some Mad Libs in my head. A lot of my influences come from the West Coast. And uh, a lot of trap, like a West Coast, but trap at the same time. Try to keep it, you know, Florida relevant. But, you know, it's, you know, just everything everywhere, bro. I just, whatever comes to me, whatever's fun to me, I do it. 
why not, you know? If you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Exactly. And I'm I'm in my studio normally with my son in hand. You one hand you're producing, <laughs> doing all this stuff. So you can only imagine if I don't yeah. have no excuses. Your next producer name is kind of writing itself right there. I'm not okay. even gonna say it. <laughs> one hand band man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever uh, freestyle to your own beats? From time to time, I'm the worst at freestyling, bro. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear the rain out? I don't even have to take the route that hey. as an exit Cause I do not need that shit I don't even know if the rest of him Will ever catch up to where he has been Located for a minute now Getting wild when he can Wonder if I'll ever finish or pass the pan Pass hey. the baton, baton, baton rouge Getting mad at you for no reason What I have to do to get a little service in this establishment I need to go murder some homies and then back again to an Oop, not really Rapping man, dude, gone. Stop warming up soon. Warming up soon, trying to come on up soon. It's damn near June, singing I'm in that guy. I'm so fly, so high, try to get by. I never gonna die, always living, <laughs> killing all the women, cutting up the bitches with no permission. <laughs> I this try to keep it fun with this shit. shit. Yeah, I mean, I having fun with this shit because I'm too legit to quit. I might fuck your bitch. Maybe not because I got one at home and my son's over there talking so clear. <laughs> I might grab a beer. If <laughs> one hand man, band family love. God damn man, can you grab a dub? I need a little something to take the edge off I never had to get soft or hardened though I don't even know if I pardon flows on purpose Or if they just moved through like the surface of the moon Dude, do you do what it do, do? Scooby-Doo, got some work to do now Whose style is iller than this? Killing no kids, cause the beat called for it <laughs> But fucking your bitch. <laughs> That's me back in my old days when I had the old phase and old ways. Hey, <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm swimming through the maze. I'm so uplifted. You might just praise switching. <laughs> we need a different vibe though. <laughs> Real dark, man. Super dark. I love this beat especially. I don't know why. It might have just been the production, the sample I used for it, but... What was the sample? No idea, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you, how to tell you, man, like, you know, this stuff here, I'm already sitting in July's project, which is, you know, I'm working on a project every month, pretty much, it's a challenge for myself this year, so it's like, That's you're hearing this, I've already, I've already worked on this project maybe back in March. <laughs> That's, that's not a terrible turnaround. No, it's I have like, shit that's been sitting around for years. And that's, that's exactly why. Especially with my rapping, it's going to take some time. I'm more of a... You think of my rapping shit, it's going to be like some um, Dr. Dre shit. It's going to be every like every now and then. Production-wise, every, almost every month, brand new production, brand new beats. You are very Dre-like. Oh, yeah. We're waiting on the detox still. I'm going <laughs> to need your pills just to see how I feel. I like the prediction that you bring to the table I don't know if the affliction will leave you willing and able I'm still getting all these fables Taking out the book Cause I will take up in the cook in the kitchen I think you're looking, just listen Hey, 
looking and listen See what we need more participation with competition We're competent enough to rap about it tough Looking at your bluff, you ain't really got that stuff, yeah It's all love around the table We ain't no fable Bringing words back like you heard that one well, Here it is again I don't even know if I'm over here to be your hater or your friend Cause I sit across tables and I sharpen steel I do not know if I tell There you go, you were supposed to fill that there with a same word again I don't even know if they play with the pen But off the top he will not flex anymore Cause he's getting bored of the end Hey <laughs> Hey That was my favorite place to say. <laughs> it's definitely some darker vibes on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it, what sucks is I put it on a Mother's Day. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, did I really want to put this all oh, this whole project out on Mother's Day as how dark? Happy Mother's Day. Here's some dark ass sad beats. Hey man, look at the name. You was gonna make a, another whole beat tape on Mother's Day? Shit, I have. I'm sitting on two more, so it's like you know, it's it's crazy, I like bro. This stuff. More of a alien type of a vibe, spaceship. I sent a dozen roses, they were dead. I should just let you know that I am out in there. Uh, let it go, that's the shed. You should know what he said. What he meant is quite different, and that's just how it ends. Let it land like the lead or the pen to the paper. Let them go, let them take her, let them know they can't fake your flow. What you got at the table now about to go. I don't understand if this is not the ripest mango I have. Hey. Hey. <laughs> About to blow. <laughs> now we really got the show. It's raining outside. They call me Rain Man. I make them hoes dance on my pants. <laughs> Shit, it's so fun right here. Ain't a game for us. We live right here. It's the love for this rap shit. It's just the love for this rap shit. Don't let me get the hatchet Cause it's time for chopping I'm not stopping I'm the top man I do not know if I have options But I never scopped them I mean I didn't scan through them Fuck a Rolodex The movement is forward I do not know if you're going to my party But you should show up Now I'm about to throw up Is the vomit with it I don't even know if I'm honest with it Or I should get pardoned from it Darn I'm dumb and kinda bored of it You're Stepping in my boardroom, but you're just gonna get the forfeit, kid. You're anointed with the coolest holy water. Going through it like I know your daughter. Yo, a problem just showed up, arrived into vicinity. I don't know if I'm stuck up in the ceiling. We gon' find out though, I'm about yo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have like the illest freestyle, man. It's, it's, a, it's just, you know what? Tell me a little bit about that. Like, where does that all come from? Just having a good time, too? You see it as production? Freestyling? Yeah, it's just having fun, you know? I see... Because I freestyle on my own at home when I'm producing, but it's like... I feel that. Like, a lot of... When I watch your podcast, I think it's always really cool to see you just freestyle, bro. Like, it's just... 
I guess the way I look at it is you don't really think about it too much you just go the key is not thinking about it yeah, definitely exactly but when it the, the key to even get to the point where you cannot think about it is to not care what other people are thinking mm-hmm. and that's the hardest thing because a lot of the times you want to freestyle because everyone else is freestyling and it yeah, looks exactly. cool and looks like you could look cool and it's, it's fun but the point I'm at right now is I will freestyle no matter what no matter how terrible it comes out every <laughs> single day like and yeah. it's because of that that I believe I will it's it's because of that that I'm people think I'm good right now even though I'm like I still fuck up a lot and I'm not Shit. there blah 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 but it's like process, I, I know if I allow that to continue to happen I will be there yeah, whereas man. everyone that's worried about it is staying exactly where they are you gotta think it. you know it, it takes consistency especially with all this music I mean it's like I was reading something the other day and it's like you know nothing just happens I mean not even for the people it seems like it just happens too it's like they at some point they built themselves up to be these types of people and it's like yeah and overnight success takes 10 years man yeah (laughs) none of this stuff comes easy especially not for you know production not for rapping not for engineering not for doing this podcast it's like you know it's at all because I mean quality of product isn't even a major variable anymore you know what I mean the major variables are how you navigate the marketplace yep that's what exactly. it really comes down to. I agree. But man, is this a dark ass fucking beat tape, I'm bro. You, bro. I mean, you would have thought it was with my other alias, no bullshit, because it just that one's more dark trap shit. This one's just it sounds like, like uh, late call there, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you look at the name of this project. It's like um, times are hard for a reason, you know. Depression, starvation, you know, all these names and shit. Just. Oh, okay. I was just trying to figure out what I was looking at. That's so, tracks that you've produced for other people. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had more up there, but they're not on SoundCloud, so... Uh. Hey, I, uh, that's an, another can of worms that I often open too much, uh-huh. is where people distribute. I always go on rants saying, like, you should put it on free platforms even if you're distributing. Yeah. But... I mean, for the most part, if you look at most of my production, they're all on SoundCloud, but mainly I use Bandcamp, you know. I usually put my stuff really good, really supportive. I mean, the Bandcamp is where I organize all of my beat production. So I have project covers and everything ready, pressed for like two years from now, you know, just just there just so I have myself organized and I don't have to worry about it later on. And it's like that level of organization, you know, you don't really get from SoundCloud. So it's like Bandcamp's, you know, my to-go website. So... Free promo for Bandcamp. <laughs> Finally, an upbeat beat. I do not know if I have to go and tuck down the street. What you hey. found round your feet is your blood. Should have looked up, then looked down quicker. You not my butt. You about to get smoked like some dough. I do not know if I will come here with some other damn flow. But still feel the syllables up the sentence and end it with repentance and I don't know if I let this go to Dave. the degree that I should have is it Fahrenheit or Kelvin Celsius couldn't tell him what the hell is happening <laughs> shit straight up the top press at the box, box. top knots not going hip hop <laughs> might go and flop Young nigga, now stop. Flubber, <laughs> Robin Williams, give me a rubber for you, girl. Um, basically, pause one, not the other. 
So I was trying to remember my other production questions. Those are some shit I probably should have written down. Written oh, down. I mean, it's the same, man. You, I'm here to answer all questions. This has been so long, bro. So Definitely. long. So what do you see for Noble Blues, the rapper, next? Because... We all know your production. Like, we all know it. But, oh, yeah. And, and we can identify. We'll, like, something starts playing. Like, oh, is that noble? Yeah. And you know how many times on this podcast someone properly guessed? <laughs> At least three. That's pretty dope, man. <laughs> Although they probably also know that that's all I really play here because other people don't want to give me beats, man. Hey, man, you need free beats? You come ask me. I'll throw, I got so much stuff just waiting to be heard and used. Hey, man, you can send me shit anytime. I, I will often, like, not even think and or forget, and then I'm in a podcast, like, oh, damn, I should have fucking hit somebody up for something new. In, in that case, I think when I get back, I might send you uh, the whole next project, bro. Hey, I'm super about that. Did you listen to the episode with uh, Element and Ford? I did know? not see that episode. I, I might have seen that episode. The video is going to come out today. Okay, I didn't, didn't see that one yet. But that was, it was probably one of my favorite ones to do. Uh, I did not flex on freestyling. It was one of my weaker performances for sure. But that was the one where you sent me, I think you sent me Interlude Vibes before it dropped. Yeah. That, yeah. I love Interlude Vibes, man. That Real. was a lot of fun. It's Michael Jackson sample here. Jackson oh, is that why it's called For MJ with a picture of young MJ? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the pictures on SoundCloud, most of them give it away. If you know who the musicians are. Most of the time. So that's not Buffet then, is what no. you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. But it should have yeah. been called Warren, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this one's way, way more upbeat, though. It's hot. That is spell his name wrong? Warning for the Warren. Might have, huh? No, you didn't, but now I'm sounding boring Cause I ain't got no fiddle that I'm playing with I'm saying shit and not knowing just where it's going I'm surprised you didn't bring that word to me You're usually, I mean, usually quick with it Need to be sticking and moving Get to the movement, it's vowel Get to what you're doing, it's foul Get to what you threw with a towel Hey, wipe it off, wipe it up quick Mike hit it with the stick Call that my dick, yeah. A young breeding nigga, I'm so sick, sick with it. I'm so ridiculous, my dick will spit at these hoes. Stick with shit. <laughs> I'm nasty, call it classy, so classic. You might call me a bastard. That depends on the marital status yes. of your parents at birth And I don't give a fuck about it That's just the truth, the truth uh, I might have to go and burn something My sister is a bastard, but I wasn't I think that's kind of funny And nor is it relevant, I tell them again I do not have to go up in your cerebellum To tell my friend that you ain't have to go the felon route Get the clout if you wanna Find the drought if you gonna And I'm about to find a little marijuana So I can calm up and then calm down I'm about to go Now <laughs> I tell you man Batman This is it here, this is the song I saw the name and I was like oh there it is Yeah. A lot of what was the sample again that you were? Castlevania Oh right 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 But it sounded like an old Batman sample from Super Nintendo anyway So I'm like Just dope yeah, so I produced this song for my homeboy Cable. Um, a lot of this, 
Shout out oh, Cable. Shit. <laughs> Shout out Cable, man. You know, I produced a song for my homeboy Cable on his last album. So, really dope project. I produced maybe like five songs off of there. It's like this year alone, bro. Like I've really been trying to be more, you know, been interested in trying to work with artists. You know, what I'm saying I used to have people record in my crib, but it's just. I don't have the right equipment. It's like it would be better if I just had give them production and then work with them in the studio. So it's like you know, there's steps, there's levels to it. But hey, if you're ever looking for uh, rapper fodder, I'm <laughs> definitely available and looking yeah. for uh, excuses to make music again. Because like, the more I pour myself into what I'm doing here, the less I even remember to be an artist. It, it, it hurts the soul a little bit. You know what I mean? That I think is an interesting topic because you look at it. It's like even me with my production. You asked me when was the last time I put a project out. Well, I put an Probably EP out really recently. <laughs> I put an EP out, but if you look at it that's really, a, that's a project. Those songs aren't even new songs. Those are old songs. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't hear that just now. But uh, yeah, man, it's like um, I guess going back is when when you were telling me about Noble Blues when I'm playing on putting on another project. Um, not sure this year, maybe sometime next year. But I do have a plan now. You know, I have a son. My life has grown a little bit since. You know, I already knew what I wanted to do, like three years ago. Like I already have the concept and everything. You know, put together. It's just getting the art out. You know, you know, you know how it is being a musician. Like you have the ideas you want, you have the production you want. It's just getting it, putting it in pr- to a fruition. Pretty much. That's definitely, yeah, it's a, a process. A huge step by step. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a process. I, for example, have a compilation project that I need to put finishing mixed touches on which is just songs from my previous three projects so I can distribute them and it's awesome man we need more of that (laughs) because I'm take because I mean number one no one's really heard my music I don't do what I I, want to do it's very eclectic bro I appreciate that but I'm just saying like I I, I don't really push it yet I'm Mm. working on my foundation before I even worry about my personal brand but with that being said I still want some of it available on like yeah. Apple and Spotify, etc. So I'm like taking some of my preferred songs that don't have like a crazy sample that I'll never clear, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and putting together a little compilation of the better versions of that, and then gonna be dropping that. So that's it's called. Dope, man. It's gonna be called DFI. Yeah. Don't fall in. Yeah, I love that name a lot. DFI. That's a dope ass name. It's like triple entendres. Don't hurt yourself trying to figure that one out. (laughs) Um, But so, Noble is a rapper. Yeah. What do you feel like is, uh, because from what I've heard of you or from you, you're definitely more barsy than like personal with the content from what I've heard and things like that. Yeah. from time to time it's um the way i rap is very um it's different because you you'll hear it one way but it can mean another way mm. <clears throat> i used to listen to a lot of skies you growing up Who? skies yeah <laughs> he, he worked with ninth wonder um he was in a beat battle back on um 106 in park made back in the early 2000s then he became he had own his own career afterwards after he, he i think he won or lost that battle made it won or lost but after that he went to have a solo you know rap career and so his stuff's been consistently good to me at least even using uh, Bill Cosby 
Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo? Okay, yeah. so I did hear Dope that. Dope right. dude. Yeah. So listen to him a lot. You know, you think of artists that, you know, have a way of saying things, but not really, you don't really understand it until you have to go back and hear it again and again and again. It's like in my, my first project, Humble Beginnings, like a lot of those songs you listen to and it's like, what the fuck is he talking about? At least for me. And I'm like, um, you know, it's all emotion. It's all about emotion. I say things with emotion. I mean it emotionally. So if you understand the emotion behind it, then you can understand what I'm really trying to say. Kind of how I work with um, production the same way. It's all emotion, how I feel. If I don't feel a certain way, it ain't going to come out. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously the source of good music is the vibe, energy, yeah, or emotion, man. which is all really the same thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I guess what would I go back and listen to if I was looking for more of those hints? That that one that you uh, would you just call it again? Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings. A song I made called "Going for Gold" is really it's kind of like my a battle with myself while trying to run for my own problems, but trying to go for the better things in life. And w- what like specifically brought about going for gold? Well, I was in a time in my life where, you know, things weren't always going, the, you know, right fresh out of high school. I was with Corey, and I was going through some other personal shit, just depression, you know, stuff that young adults tend to usually go through. <laughs> so, you know, he brought me into rapping. Really, Corey brought me into rapping. Corey shout James. out to Corey. He yeah. was supposed to be the first guest on here. He actually uh, came through. I seen it. Yeah. I, I was so happy to see that, bro. I didn't see the episode. But that wasn't an episode That was a, a Jam Cypher oh, um, Basically Construction of Beach Bums Part 2 Yo I'm excited for that I don't know if I'll be a part of it But be crazy. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will be on some level you know, I'm, I'm working my way back in bro Away from my humble state of mind Living creeping where the reaper's sleeping It's left me woozy, I'm singing oozies Help my demons, y'all sleeping on the truth Cause the dragon's on his hot pursuit For me, I should have did a video for this back in the day <laughs> that's, a, that's a producer mix right there Corey No, I know, I know. I'm looking at it, I'm just saying like Mix uh, By producer mix, I mean like You could tell when a producer mixed their record because if they're not like it's about where you're putting the lead and how much space you're making for the lead a lot of times if a rapper sounds more like an instrument than a vocal yeah like oh yep that was the producer yeah that's and and, you know that's that's no shade at all i'm just yeah no 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 of course bro (laughs) trust me like you know i know exactly what you're saying that's and that's what i like working with him as like you know just uh the collaboration between me and him it's like almost like a brotherhood too for me and so when we work it's like I'd rather be more of like an instrument to the product you know I'm, I'm trying to bring to the product when I come to rapping you know, hence producing <laughs> I, I, I feel you I hear that and I definitely know what you mean but I guess I just mean more specifically as pertains to mix because I like yeah. the idea of using artists as instruments in a sense of like I, I want a Dr. Dre uh, a oh, Broward yeah. County mixtape of my own. Yeah, I honestly see that a lot, and I can see I can see that coming. I mean, it's just oh yeah, like you I, think of the movement, you think of your body of work, you think of the foundation. I mean, it's like we spoke before the podcast. It just seems like you know you come a long way. You said you were going to do something, and like here we are, you're doing it. You know, you don't make excuses. 
you know, it may take you some time to get there, but you do what you say and set yourself out to do. That's why, you know, you, I, you're I, trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? I hope that that's the track record this far. Yeah. But either way, move forward is the only direction. So Exactly. I mean, you can't look back at the things you've, you know, mistakes you've made. Bill Cosby <laughs> or Kelly. You can only look, you know, <laughs> you know, you can only look forward to what's next. And it's that's how I see it, you know. Definitely. On that note, on that note it's like, well, I can say the next album's name. It's called Chapter One. Oh. Chapter One. You think of the EP, Chapter Zero. Yeah, that's... EP, <laughs> no, I got it, I got it. Chapter One. And so it's more of a... You, you know, you hear this song, Going for Gold. It's more of that theme of that song, more of just, you know, striving for success. So that's... Just kind theme. of a... This, I'm meant to do this, but this is where I'm at. Like... Yeah. I know it's like... um. I'm reaching, I'm starting to head towards that direction, pretty much. It, so. But there's definitely, like, for some reason, that title gives me, like, a State of the Union kind of vibe, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. you're, like, it's it's almost like your updates on you. Pretty much, you know? I mean, <clears throat> like, I have a, I already have the next album figured out. It's more of a How darker. many projects ahead are you, man? Dude, what the I'm, a Gem- I'm a Gemini, bro. You know, we just, we don't, <laughs> keep our mind in one place we like to think that's why I usually get bored with stuff because I'm always in two three different places at once like for my production I have to have three different aliases and styles because it's like if I don't I get bored and so it's like not to say I'm bored of rapping why I haven't done it it's just that I'm a perfectionist as well and I wasn't happy with a lot of perfectionism is a disease it is a disease and I will not allow that <laughs> in the studio, <laughs> I need to come by more often <laughs> for sure to record my stuff. So you know, it's it's definitely a process, but and it's one I'm willing to work through and uh, really get people to listen to what I have to say. I've been producing for so long. You know, it's it's been a while. I've been to a show. It's been a while since I've done stuff on that artist aspect. I've been just locked away taking care of my kids. So <laughs> yeah, man, definitely like priorities yeah. in order there, but. We're definitely curious to hear more from Noble Blues. Oh, yeah. And always, you know, question the beat maker, but definitely curious to hear Noble the Blues. The Noble the Blues. <laughs> but, uh. It works. I have to see what Tragic Clown is. I love this beat, man. I've been waiting for so long to throw this on the fucking project, man. Like, it's. <sighs> Yeah, rappers can't handle this timing. What's that? Rappers can't handle this timing. No. This shit just throws you off. Might have to skiddly dop to it. Give me the rock, move it. Belts of gold, paint the ceiling, (laughs) got to do it. I might be, it comes out incidentally, but I'm high. See, we about to be up there too. I don't know if I care or if I could tear right through your whole crew, but I will on a dare or two. No hey. truths. That's what there is to it. Get to movement. Moving when we're cruising. Every day we're losing myself and myself. Looking at my belt. Singing I'm looking down under. You motherfuckers wanna I'm on ya. I'm on it bad. I need it good. You might just laugh. It's just the aftermath. It's the path that you wish you was on. 
a young nigga, I'm a proton. <laughs> <laughs> Protons and neurons, electrons make you wonder what the heck is on. You gone, be gone, if you want to be on, cause you're not gonna get there from this front. Nor the back of it, pedestal whack on it I don't even know if I know Jack But Jill's a bitch and you can feel this shit Enter the ditch, enter the void And enter the rich Getting the toys that they take And taking them away Hey, I don't know if I should probably stop playing this shit Cause I don't, I'm slipping like a motherfucker <laughs> Shit But uh, I, I definitely fuck with The vast majority of the vibes man Like I wish I uh, had a, a genuine line of questioning prepped for this, but you hit me up today like, yo, today I'm free. And I was like, oh, fuck, no. I'm yeah. I, I would have cleared a session for that. Yeah, I bro. <laughs> I, know, I know last week we were trying to get a session in, but it's like, as of late in my life, I've been trying to get into a condo. So I've been working on moving this time of year. It's been the 18 month. So I've been stressing about my lease, trying to move. You yeah, know. that's always fucking. So pain. it's always a you know struggle. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I said last week I'd do it. I couldn't make it. I can't just leave my boy hanging after oh, all this time, that, man. man. So it's like, hey, can you watch my son? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. So it's like my girl's over there now watching them. He's he's not. They're they're good. So. Bet. So, I also want to say just for you on the the session tip, like. If you ever need a place to record, you know, rappers on your shit or Man. whatever the hell, like you, your family over here, like, will Ew. make that work somehow Ew. or another. You know what I mean? I'd like you're not that, you're not man. catching the regular charge out here. <laughs> but uh, shit, man, do you have anything for uh, like to, anything you would like to share or questions I should specifically ask you? I feel like I mean more in depth with with your. Personas, my attitude, my... It sounds like you're already entering the rabbit hole yourself. Yeah, um, I guess just to elaborate on my production. I mean, you, you look at like a lot of the stuff I do, uh, more on the, the Bandcamp side. Like I, I'm always ahead of the game. And we find you on Bandcamp with or without an X in your name? X. So, Nixable Blues on Nixable Bandcamp. Blues on Bandcamp. Okay. Blues with a Z. <laughs> so it's like... Um, I'm I'm highly influenced by anime. If you haven't, like, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sure you know. Big, uh, big surprise. <laughs> so it's like you know, I guess, I guess when I was, what I'm trying to say is, you know, you can't really be afraid to be your true self. I think a lot of musicians out here try to pretend to be these type of people, and it's like when you really meet them, it's like, but you're interested in that. How come we don't talk about that more? You know, it's like I I try to you know just evaporate all that shit. You know, especially like a lot of the old school stuff, like the nostalgia wave projects I put out. You, know, you hear the names of the project, you know, Johnny Bravo, shit. Like, I don't yeah, care. I mean, like, you put out uh, what? Yu Yu Hakusho. Shit. You <laughs> want to know the next one for next month? It's even it's even more anime from old school shit. It's like, it's called Tenshi Moyo from like <laughs> back in early 90s. That's the next one. That's dope. So I'm like, you know, you can't be afraid to be yourself out here. You know? Yeah, so I many think people it, are. The, that, but that's so detrimental to themselves at this point. Yeah. Like, because now the marketplace is so spread wide the fuck open yeah. that the only thing that sets you apart to a real degree is what makes you different. Different, you know. So, it's like an industry standard might be. You may sound like this guy. They may put you on, but they're only going to know you. They're only going to think of that musician, not of you. You may have that one hint. Maybe you got a couple thousand dollars off of it, but it it really isn't worth you know tearing who you are away just uh, fit in with what they want you to be. So it's like, why not produce the way you want to produce, talk about the stuff you want to talk about, you know, dress the way you want to dress, be who you want to be, you know? Why do you got to be like everybody else? 
Well said, good sir. Well said. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's something everybody struggles with still at the end of the Shit, day. I, I mean, do. Ego Shit. insecurities are a, a bitch. They're a bitch. Yeah, Florida, bro. Florida is a crazy place, man. I, I, I used to uh, call it the mean mug capital. I think there's, I guess, in certain pockets, been yeah. better vibes lately. But there's still very much the the Florida mean mug outlying. <laughs> Vibe. How do you feel about that? Like, I, I mean, especially as of late, I mean, I know in our our whole collective, it seems like we're all really cool. You know, we're all willing to work and build each other up, you know, in different aspects. But then you look on the outside, and it's like you see a lot of musicians back and forth, you know, with one another about like a lot of stupid shit, street shit, you know what I'm saying? So At the end of the day. I think on that, what you refer to as our collective, like there's a lot of pockets like oh, us yeah. that... I think are growing. Yeah. So if you look at the people that are still like xenophobic or, you know, having issues with each other or whatever it may be, they're becoming the minority. Yeah. Like more and more over time. And it, if that's the trend, then yeah. I, I have faith that it'll keep moving that way. And I hope so, man. I mean, you look at back in the day, Atlanta, when they were starting to come up, you think of your ludicrous, you know, all those guys, bro. And they started know. the wave of unity. Yeah. But like, I believe that it probably looked, you know, relatively similar prior to that yeah. as it does to here. I think we're just kind of hitting that stride finally of like, all right, we can create some fucking unity here. Yeah, man. It's time for a new wave to come in and start running, you know, down Florida. Hey, I uh, think um, I think Florida's been... There's some talent, man. You know, and that's the crazy thing. Like, you you know, not to say that the people being promoted through the industry aren't good, but that's, that isn't the only face. A lot of them pale in comparison to, like, that, what's really going that on. That isn't here, the though. only face. Like, they have a lot of people that have, you know, bars that can be, you know, nostalgic, that can uh, really outwrap a lot of these dudes. And it's, I mean, all it really comes down is, down to is, you know, who you're connected with, who do you know, how do you can push yourself to get here? I mean, you can't really, you can't doubt yourself when it comes to your creative aspects. I mean, it's like, <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to doubt myself a lot when I'm on production. But it's like, fuck it, why, why am I doubting myself? Like, if I ain't going to do it, who is? No one's going to do it me like I can do me. So. And, and the other th- fun thing about that is it almost doesn't matter that much. Like, nah, you can sound like, like you shit. Said, the, the relationships are the most important thing. Very important. It's very. Relationships are Everything in every industry, no matter Agreed. what, if you're selling houses or making beats, <laughs> you gotta fucking know somebody to sell it to. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. And people underestimate not only like that part when they're more of the I'm in the studio being a genius type yeah. rappers. There's a reason that some of the best rappers in the world probably aren't known. I'm sure there, I can find a, I can go to the studio now and find a couple rappers that are probably out rapping these dudes in the game right now. If only it was relevant, you know? If only it was relevant, and you know? I, so. I really just would... Uh, I, I plan on, you know, more events in the future. Oh, yeah. Since I transitioned into podcasting, I haven't, like, exactly figured out how I want to format things yeah. in here to... Because, you know, when I throw events, it's a whole to-do. Man, I, I'm still I, the I only love person watching on the, the right now. I love watching the events, like the highlights and stuff, bro. Like, it's always it's always good for me to uh, see that there's still love between everybody, you know, regardless of what we have going on outside in our regular lives. That's, you know, we can always come here and just enjoy each other's music, you know, our, our vibes and all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's cool, bro. 
Definitely, man. And <clears throat> shout outs to everybody that's out here actually, you know, working on unifying all this area. Yeah, like, seriously. Plugged in MIA, you know, Save Mars, Zanaya. I've been hearing a lot about about him. I I, know I, I see you guys talking about him. Yeah, and I'm like, I heard some the artist formerly known as Rook. <laughs> Rook, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, he's he's someone I heavily believe in. I'm a huge fan of everything he's been dropping. Like quite immaculate I think his issue is also perfectionism same because <laughs> same. everything comes out just stupid like it, it's perfect every time and artists, uh, it's, an, that's it's annoying me right there, <laughs> so shout out to Save Mars and Plugged In MIA and everything they're doing and putting on right now because they're doing all sorts of cool open mics that have let me stay around the people that I like. Yeah. And that makes me go, I guess I don't need to be the one putting on an open mic right now, which has been <laughs> kind of relieving. But I, I, I still want to do, um, Sundown Fest is going to be crazy. I've heard about that. That's plugged in MIA. Zanaya and Save Mars are plugged in MIA. Okay. And they are, have been putting on events. but Super dope, bro. Basically, that's going to be a crazy one. I'm still debating Mango Fest because... I'm, the logistics at this location are a bitch, but I, I yeah. might even just go elsewhere with it because I yeah. really want to do Mango Fest. Like that's, I think that's a good. I want to make that an annual one. You know what I mean? That's a good start. You know, especially when you want to build a, a new foundation to you know the movement here. I think to get people out, you know, to do you know, be comfortable to be out. You just gotta put something out there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Put it out there. I didn't really start having this network until I started doing like a lot of the shows, and then yeah. I started. That's how I, I mean, started, I did a bro. few a few shows, and then I started with um, Minds Wide Open Mics, which yeah. I I did probably ten of those or something like that. Yeah, that's dope, bro. And I, as long as we continue, like fucking being cool, I think the real key is for everybody that I know is gonna get on to like put it in their head like okay I gotta remember to not become a xenophobic dick when I finally get somewhere with this like the first exactly. person to ink their big deal or whatever the fuck happens you gotta show love man you like, gotta be you gotta turn around it. and be like alright now pull everybody up I, I guess maybe that's what the worry is down here it seems like especially for Florida maybe it's everywhere else maybe I'm just blind to it I think Florida definitely has a higher degree than the average but you see like scene. we have a lot of haters I mean, you'll, you'll make something of yourself and like a lot of people will try to drag you down because instead of trying to build each other up you know dragging each other down and moving yourself back into that you know those bad um, bad energy isn't you know isn't proactive you know you gotta be proactive you gotta bring bring your boys and your team up with you you know everybody and that's how that's how you that's how you maintain money you know if you're just going there alone you're not gonna really maintain the way you want to but I think another thing is that people don't realize that they're giving themselves longevity by bringing others up important right there if lesson of the day if like People don't want anyone to surpass them is the exactly. issue. But if no one is surpassing you, then no one's bringing you to the next level once you teeter out. Exactly. I, I mean, I want to have people around me that are better than me. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, you know, if, if everyone, but, uh, everyone around you isn't, you know, isn't working towards to be, you know, better than the next man, then how are you guys ever going to progress? I mean, you look at um, TDE, you know, Top Dog Entertainment. You think those guys were the top? Niggas ever before all that? Nah, they were after each other's necks. You know, they were rapping asses off in the studio daily, sleeping on couches on floors. You know, it's it's a lifestyle, man. And like you have to sacrifice a lot. You know, and it's like in order to do that, you got to keep building at it. After one another, after one another. Oh, what can you do to top this? All right, well, blah blah blah. Now that was garbage. All right, get back in there and do something else. I that's how it is, bro. More, man. That's how it is, man. I absolutely enforce the no yes man policy that's no yes man around that's here. one of the biggest things but top 
himself, Top Dog, is an incredible operator. True. And I think he really fostered that environment for those young cats. So I, I myself would like to see how I can create a legacy here in in my own contribution to the area. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Hollywood's looking for that, bro. Broward County needs that. I think Florida needs that. We all kind of need it, man. But goddamn noble, it's been great having you here, man. Like, uh, do you have anything you, to fucking tell the people? What, like, what, where can we find you on the gram and all that shit? What do you got you coming can, down? You can find me everywhere. I mean, I'm on Apple Music. Every I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Bandcamp, Spotify. YouTube isn't really popping for me right now. I'm on Facebook. But you're keeping shit there. Oh, yeah. Good, good. I got material there. Because um, once once everything else starts clicking and people are like, oh, so what can I find for him on YouTube? I actually do have something coming, a video coming out for Man Down, which is on my current EP. Nice. Videos dropping. Not yet, but soon. Who's doing that? My friend, Michael Cruz. Oh, what's up? Shout out to Michael Cruz. Yeah, I see man. you on the gram, fam. Cruz Visions, man. He's a dope... Is that Cruise underscore Visions on on Instagram? Let's show him. I think it might be Cruise Visions, just separate. But you know, he's a you know he's another dope dude that's been sticking with me since my first video. You know, when I had Skywalker, that's one of the first videos I did, and he did it for me. Cruise Vision underscore underscore okay Instagram photography videography Broward dope dude. Shout out to him, man. Dope dude does his thing. So I've been working with him, doing a video there. A lot of stuff, man. You can find me everywhere. Anywhere. NX, BLE, Blues, B-L-U-E-Z. If not... Z. Z. Noble. N-O-B-L-E. So. Well, appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you, brother. Be fun. First podcast, bro. Feels good. Well, I wish I would have just said, hey, bro, yesterday I probably should have just called you, let you know, hey, man, I'm going to be coming through. <clears throat> yeah, you like certainty, I get it.